Hello, everyone. Welcome to the NTI Pod Talk. My name is Diane Kaler, and I'm the Director of Nutrition Therapy Institute. This Pod Talk is our opportunity to have fun conversations with interesting people who have interesting things to say about nutrition, food, and health. I talk to NTI instructors, students, and grads, to health industry professionals, to farmers, and anyone else who has an interest in nutritional wellness. While many of our listeners come from within the NTI community as students and grads, we also have prospective students who tune in. And to those listeners in particular, I hope you find that the people we talk to inspire you to finally make the jump to pursue your passion and come to school here at NTI. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the NTI Pod Talk. My name is Diane Kaler, and I am Director of Nutrition Therapy Institute. I want to welcome our guest today, Amy Smith, uh, because Amy is a graduate of NTI, uh, and Amy also decided to pursue board certification, uh, become board certified in holistic nutrition after she graduated from NTI. And uh, we are doing a series where we are talking about becoming board certified after you finish your education at NTI. So, Amy, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great to see you again. Yes, good to see you as well. All right, so let's just uh, do a little bit of um, introduction here uh, by way of you kind of talking about what was your reason for wanting to pursue nutrition education in the first place? Um, you know, why did you come to NTI in the first place? And then um, we'll talk a little bit about what your thought processes were in deciding to pursue board certification. So great. Um, I have had a passion to help people pretty much my entire adult life. Um, I graduated from nursing school in 1995, so I have been a nurse for many, many years. Um, I did all of my career in the hospital, and as I was watching those, well, it's 28 years now that I've been a nurse, um, so in those 28 years, I watched people continue to get sicker and sicker. Every year, we were like, why are people getting worse when they're coming in? More surgeries, more medications. And um, I've always had sort of my own healing path. And I have been doing alternative, I guess we could call it alternative, um, modalities for probably 20 plus years before it was a big Thing, you know, before there was functional medicine and we really focused on nutrition. So I have been kind of pursuing that. And as I was watching people get sicker and sicker, I kept thinking, I really need to do something, but wasn't exactly sure um, where I wanted to go or what that path was. So I, after lots of research and sort of figuring out what I wanted to do, I fell into NTI and it sort of met all of my categories of, wow, this is the lifestyle that I have been pursuing and want to be able to teach people for years. Um, and so it was exactly what I was looking for. Nice. Great. Um, and so when did you finish NTI? When did you graduate? I graduated in May of 2022. Okay, great. All right. So after graduation, you decided to pursue board certification. Um, can you talk about what prompted you to want to do that? What, what were some of the things that you were thinking about? Um, 
pretty much from day one, when I walked in the doors, it was going to be my goal to get board certification. Um, knowing what we do in our field, I feel like it is a very valuable tool because it shows that we are continually educating ourselves, that we are looking at the research, that we are growing in that and getting that certification means that you have to stay up with that continuing education. So it was just something that I went in thinking, no matter what, this is something that I'm going to pursue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, board certification is something that is very commonly recognized, I think, in a lot of different fields, including um, the medical field. Uh, You know, it is um, it is certainly a mark of distinction, but it is also uh, a mark of enhanced um, certification, enhanced credentials and an expectation of uh, a, a much more or a higher level of, of, you know, proficiency and expertise in whatever area you choose to become board certified, depending on your field of uh, work. So, you know, obviously board certification in the medical field is um, going to put you much more on par with those in your field um, who are board certified. Yeah. All right, great. So, um, and and how long did you wait after graduating from NTI to sort of start the process to become, to, to, to pursue this board certification? I pretty much did it immediately. So I graduated in May. I gave myself a full month to just sort of relax and get out <laughs> of the study mode from school because it was right. pretty intense. Yeah. Um, And so I took the month of May off. And then in June, I pretty much started full throttle, pedal to the metal, um, studying. And then my test was in um, October of that same year. Okay, great. So yeah, within like six months or less. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, So one thing that sometimes people have a psychological obstacle um, to doing things is that the application, even, even just getting started, the application process can seem onerous. There's lots of documents that you have to collect and, you know, letters of reference and, um, and, and, you know, write, write your own letter of intent and all these kinds of things. And that for some people can seem like a challenge, um, just to even get started. Um, you know, can you talk about what the application process was like for you? Do you have any memories of it being feeling overwhelming or something that, um, you know, slowed you down in, 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 in your, your process? Um, no, it was actually a very easy process. Um, I basically just got in touch with the NANP. They have you fill out a little section um, uh, that you're interested and in sort of when you're looking at it. Um, I can't remember if they do you give like a specific date or kind of a date range. If there was something that you knew, okay, this is when I want to do it, you could. Otherwise, you could kind of give them a a range. I think I gave them a specific date. And then um, I believe that I had to write a letter um, just stating what my purpose was for doing that. I believe I had to get a letter from a colleague, a doctor, a friend. Uh, it didn't really matter. It wasn't specific, um, but just like, why do you want to take this? Why do you feel like she's a good person to take it? 
And I believe that was really it other than just turning in the money um, for the test, I think was all that I had, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. That's okay. That's okay. It's been a while. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's been a while. Well, um, yeah, I mean, and, and it, it sounds very simple, um, but some, for some people um, just gathering those documents sometimes can feel um you know, like a hurdle that they have to have to overcome. And so to hear you say, yeah, it was nothing. It was so easy. And it was so easy that I can't even remember what it was. Yes. <laughs> Obviously it wasn't a major thing. So that's good to hear. So, um, uh, so for those listening, uh, the, the NAMP does have a, a requirement that you have 500 contact hours, um, uh, you know, in order to take the exam, but they have a little bit of a grace period for new graduates. And so because you took the exam um, within the the first year after you graduated, you got to take advantage of that grace period. So can you talk about um, what you did to kind of pursue that 500 hour contact hour requirement? Um, and did, did you, did how, how many of those hours generally did you get before you took the exam and then um are you still you know how did you get those after like what was your process to get those 500 hours um well i knew i really wanted to try to do an internship if it was at all possible this was all kind of in the middle of covid so i knew that that was going to be maybe a little bit difficult um but luckily my um doctor that I have worked with in the past that is a functional medicine doctor. Um, she, I said, would you be willing to let me come and get some hours in? And she's like, absolutely. So I started with her, um, even before I graduated. So it would have been, um, October of 21 is when I started with her mm. and I had probably, um, I want to say close to 300, maybe 350 hours by the time I took the test. And then I finished up and I actually had over 600 hours with her. So I finished that in December of 22. So right. I was very lucky that I was able to work with her and um, get lots of hands-on experience and practice. And I sat in with all of her patients. So I was very um, in tune to what was going on in the office. And there was lots of nutrition stuff that we were talking about. So mm -hmm. it was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so what, uh, you know, I, I always say that, and, and please, um, you know, tell me how you feel about this. Tell me your perspective about this. But I always say that getting an, uh, you know, an in-depth comprehensive education here at NTI prepares you to be ready to study for the exam. Um, you know, I always say that you definitely will be, feel like you're ready to kind of take on the study process and the study process shouldn't be too overwhelming um, uh, because of your education here. So um, can you talk about your study process and and did you have apprehension about the study process? What resources did you use and did, were you able to rely on uh, information and you know content that we provide here at NTI as a study tool? 
Um, I think my education at NTI was um, fabulous. I think that it really did prepare me when I was studying. I kind of asked um, people because I had gone to the NANP, um, what do they call it when you, so they have their yearly get together and I had met yeah, a Hill lot Han. of, yes, thank you at Hill Han. Um, I had met a lot of, of um, people who had taken the exam and I said, you know, what, what are your thoughts? What is the best way to study? Um, most of them said, study the notes from school. So I started with that and I rewrote the majority of all of my notes and I put them in a form that I can understand and I combine things. So I rewrote the majority of them, not necessarily things that were going to be super specific that were like directly with the kiddos, but a lot of stuff, you know, you could combine. So I did that. And then a lot of people had recommended doing a course with the Energetic Health Institute with Dr. Healy. Um, I found that it was helpful, but honestly, I don't know that people really even need to do that. It was, um, there was a lot of stuff that was in there that I didn't find was really on the test or necessary. They do have a lot of practice questions, which they recommended doing questions every day so that when it came time for the test, you're like, okay, it's just another day of answering answering questions, which I did find helpful. Um, but honestly, after I got through the test, it was like, I would have been just fine studying the notes from NTI because the tests that we took at NTI, I thought were much harder and much more in depth than what is on that test. So it prepared me very well. Oh, great. That's, that's very good to hear. Um, so you didn't join, well, you did take that course at, um, the Institute for Energe Energetics, but um, did you join any other kind of study groups? Um, I know the NANP has opportunities to join a study group. Did you join any? I didn't just because I was trying to get my intern hours and all of that. So I really just, it just didn't work out. Um, the other thing that I did was it, it's called a Quizlet and you can just download it. So it's like a little um, same thing. It just asks general nutrition questions and they're kind of set up in the categories. So they're set up by people who've taken the test. So they have different categories of like, this is biochem questions. This is general nutrition questions. And my goal every day was to just do like between 30 to hundred questions, whether it was coming from the Quizlet or from energetic health, that way I was just always in it, studying, doing, looking at those questions um, preparing myself for it. So that's really the only thing. Would I think that a study group would be helpful? Yes, it just didn't really quite work into my schedule, but I think it would be super helpful for people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So let's talk about the actual process of taking the exam. Um, now, different people have different levels of test anxiety. Um, some people don't have it at all. Some people, it is like, you know, almost a, uh, such a high stress state that they can't even function during the exam. Um, so did you have any, what, any challenges or anything happened during the, the actual taking of the exam where, um, you had to kind of set your mind state and, you know, intentionally, uh, create a calm, <laughs> um, you know, uh, brain state for yourself to do this? Well, interestingly enough, it was not an easy process. I will say that. So um, yes, I've always had some test anxiety. I always like feel like I know the information as soon as it comes, then I kind of freak out, like I overthink it. Um, so I was kind of prepared for that. My problem was um, they, so 
when you're getting ready to take the test, they send you a link that says, check your computer, check how it's connected, make sure everything is set to go. And then if that doesn't come up well, then you're supposed to let them know. So we did the check, came through, everything was fine. So we did that the night before, which is always great because then you have this you know, reassurance that you're good, set to go. So I signed on that morning for the test. Um, there's a proctor. And so the proctor came on, um, got all the information going and there's nothing. It's not working. I can't see the proctor. I can't see the test. Um, so this continues to go on. My time is, you know, it's like now the test time is there and I'm like, okay, I put all this time in. I can't see the proctor. They don't know what's going on. Um, we can't figure it out on our end. So this probably went on for about 45 minutes at this point. Yeah. I was pretty much having an anxiety attack of like, yeah. I put all this time in. I don't know what's happening. They couldn't figure it out on their end. Um, so I just said, you know what? I need to postpone this because I'm not in the state after 45 minutes to be ready to do this as a holistic person. I'm like, my brain is not ready to do this. Mm -hmm. So I actually canceled it. And then I was thinking, okay, I'm not sure I want to do this again because it was so anxiety provoking, but the company was very good because they, it was actually, and it was on our end. It was not on their end. It was the, the signal that was coming through. So they helped us get everything updated and upgraded and do all the things that we needed. Um, and so then when the day came, so I pushed it out about, it was about a month, I guess. Um, we had everything set to go and I sat down to take it and we had all the upgrades and the same thing started happening. The proctor came oh, on, yeah. they couldn't see me. I couldn't see the test. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Um, so I just tried to stay really calm. And, um, luckily my husband who is really good with it stuff was able to get the connection. We, he called the company, we were able to get it. And so then I was finally able to, so that was about a 15 minute delay, but then I finally got my, you know, bearings and I was set to go. So mm -hmm. it was, then it was not bad. I was ready to rock and roll, but yes, mm -hmm. there was, that was a glitch. So, mm -hmm. oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm having anxiety just listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> IT problems are, uh, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, public speaking is like their worst fear. My worst fear is having an IT problem in front of someone when you are on a time commitment, you know, like I have no problem talking in front of groups of people, but if I can't get my computer to connect to the thing and get my presentation up on the screen to then go and talk about it's the technology getting set up part that yep. creates the is most anxiety um, provoking, you know, time for me. So, oh my gosh, I'm having, huh, I had to calm down. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, you have three hours to take the exam. Am I correct? Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. yeah. Three hours. Yeah. yeah. So um were there any areas on the exam or any time, any times, if you can remember where you're like, you're like reading a question, you're like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Any, you know, particular challenges um, while you were doing it? I don't remember a lot of the specifics. I do remember a couple of questions. Not, not that it wasn't that I had no idea. It was more like, 
okay, yes, we talked about this a lot in school, but really it could be two or three of these. It really depends on what they're asking. And so sometimes it was the way the question was worded. It was a little bit confusing that way. So there wasn't anything that came up that I was like, I've absolutely not ever heard of this, Mm -hmm. but more in the wording and really truly talking about each one of those, but it really depends on the situation. So that was probably my hardest part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but you, you did pass the exam. So you obviously, um, were successful. So that's great. Um, all right, great. So, um, can you think about any advice that you would give to a, a current student or a grad who is thinking about taking the the exam and becoming board certified? Any advice for them, you know, no matter what step they are in the process? Um, first of all, I would say if you're at all considering it, do it because I think it gives a lot of credibility to our profession. I think it shows that we are committed to continual learning. Um, I think that if you're, and I know a lot of people, um, you know, work in different areas and people are looking to not just have their own business, but, but to be part of a business somewhere. I think having that behind your name brings a lot of credibility. Um, so I would say definitely, if you're even considering it, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say whatever you feel most comfortable with, if that's looking at another class or doing the Quizlets, I think it's really just knowing um, NTI is a great place to get an education. We have all of the tools that we need to be able to um, get through it. I would definitely recommend the books that they recommend um, to not necessarily have 100% like, oh, I'm going to memorize it, but read through it know what they're asking you, use the study guide. That study guide that they had at NANP was um, a big piece of what I studied as well. That was pretty paramount. Um, And all the tests are different for each person that's going through, but it's really, um, I I just think there's so much benefit behind it. And I really do think that it gives us credibility as far as our knowledge and the things that we can bring to our field. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. Um, so now that you are board certified and you've got that, uh, you know, those credentials, um, that you get to put next to your name, um, what, what kind of things have happened and any, any new things, um, that have come up because of your board certification, um, what kind of things have happened for you, uh, because of your board certification? Um, I don't know specifically board certification. I know um, there is, um, and I don't think she was an NTI graduate, but she's part of NANP. She um, is trying to get a um, program set up and you have to be board certified to do it. It's really more working with some like holistic surgeons that are out there. So that is still kind of in the process. Um, We haven't kind of come to fruition, but the the, um, holistic surgeons really want a group of us that are certified to be able to do that. My background with nursing um, kind of gives me an advantage to that. So mm-hmm. that's um, still kind of in the works that we're working on that. Um, but I just feel like there's so many opportunities when I see something like, oh, you can open up a supplement account, but you have to be board certified or, or you have to have you know the initials behind your name, that kind of stuff. So I feel like um, there's just more opportunities out there um, than if I 
if I did not have it behind my name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Something else that other people have mentioned is that um, you are now part of a group of like-minded people who have um, similar interests and now a similar experience, um, you know, going through the board certification and, and being board certified. And they talk about this as a way to um, have a real sense of a strong community of support um, because, you know, it, it can feel lonely oftentimes being in this field because we're out here talking about how important it is to eat healthy and choose, you know, choose your foods wisely um, with nutrient density as, you know, a, a priority um, and then on every corner, there's a fast food restaurant and, see, and you know, lines of cars there. And you're like, what, what am I doing? You know, like, is, is what I'm doing making a difference and does it matter? So having this community um, can be helpful, I, I think. Yes, I totally agree because, yes, I do agree. Like in nursing, there is a lot of camaraderie and we help each other and we can bump things off of each other and bounce things off. And here, again, if, you know, people have their own businesses, sort of that, what you said, it, it can be kind of lonely. So knowing that there are people that you can bounce those things off of, ask questions. Um, and everybody at the NAMP is always great. They're super helpful. If you have questions, you could always reach out to them. Um, they they have been, I, I think, sort of paramount in um, just getting things going as far as a new grad coming out mm -hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. So, um, well, you know, here we are, you're um, almost a year out from being board certified. Um, what are you doing now, um, you know, with, with your, in your work, um, how you using your education and your board certification? Um, and then how do you see your work career field, um, or your career choice progressing, um, you know, from where you are now? So when I finished all of my, um, hours with my interning, my um, functional medicine doctor brought me in as a consultant. So I am part of her packages in the office. So I pretty much do the whole nutrition piece for her. Um, so it's been great because it's great experience as far as, you know, dealing with people, talking about food, doing diet changes, that kind of stuff. And then on the side, I have my own business. So I, I mean, I have my own business through her. I'm just consulting, but I see people, um, one-on-one -on -one. virtual. I can do some in the office. Um, it's mostly virtual at this point, but still, um, since I'm kind of new out here, I kind of thought when I graduated that I knew exactly what my niche was going to be, but I'm sort of figuring, hmm, I can't, I haven't quite decided, but we see many different, um, you know, people in the office. So it's sort of giving me an idea of what do I want to kind of whittle it down to? What do I want my passion to be? I know um, gut health is always um, at the top of my list. And I've always been really, really interested in hormones, like more specifically kind of perimenopause, menopause area, working with women who are going through that phase of their life and doing some stuff with um, thyroid. But I'm really kind of just enjoying working with people who have inflammation and just general, you know, 
all those things that are out there as far as the disease process. So it's been a learning curve and I assume that it will continue to be for a little while for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, in, in talking to you and based on the fact that you are a nurse, um, um, getting in front of nurses and helping them see how an edu- this this education in nutrition can actually help support their goals in their you know their healthcare work um is something that I, i'm i'm always interested in doing because i i think that and again i'm going to ask you to correct me if i'm wrong i think that nurses you know are, are the ones who are on the front lines working with those patients day in and day out. And as you mentioned, you were seeing your patients as you're working with them getting sick year after year after year, sicker and sicker and sicker, more thing, more chronic illness, more things happening, inflammation, all those kinds of things. Um, so d- would you mind kind of talking about um, what you see, h- how you see that having this nutrition knowledge can really be beneficial for someone in the field of nursing. I, I know I'm throwing this at you out of left field, but, um, <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah. Um, I, I said from day one, when I walked, when I left my first day of class, I said, I do not know why this information is not being taught in medical school and nursing school. For both doctors and nurses, we get one nutrition class in the four years of medical school and nursing school, um, and it is more government driven, so it's not a, a holistic approach. Um, and so I think the problem is and the mindset is um, that, yes, nurses are we do have more of a holistic approach when we're taught that in nursing school. We do look at the whole person, but we're still within the confines of the medical model. And so um, I think if nurses can step outside of that, and I think there's more who are doing that, um, there's a lot to bring into it because we can talk about more of those lifestyle things. Um, the problem is, is that when you're in the hospital in those, you know, dealing with the protocols and you know, we want people to get sleep, but we're required to go in and get vitals every two hours. We're not allowed. I mean, we can't, we're, we're disrupting that circadian rhythm. We're disrupting those things that are, you know, that we know that are important. Um, but I think there's so many things at the scientific level that they don't tell us that NTI covered. Um, I just think that it could change the way the nursing profession works and the, the care, delivery that we could bring to people um, and maybe even change healthcare, which really does need to be changed because it's a broken system and we're not really helping people get better Mm -hmm. um, in the long run. Yes, maybe immediately, but in the Mm -hmm. long run, we're not able to always do that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a huge need that I think that we could really, really bring some of that holistic um, background to it that would make a huge difference for people. Mm -hmm. Well, Um, I completely agree with you and thank you so much for that, you know, amazing answer when I put you on the spot. So, um, I appreciate you, uh, saying that and hopefully if there's any nurses out there who happen to be listening to this, um, you know, please do check us out because, um, uh, it it can help. I I think it can only help. So 
I totally agree. I think it can change your profession. I think it can change your life as well. So absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, um, is there anything else you'd like to say that I didn't ask, um, you know, about the exam, um, about how you're using this anything really that I didn't ask? No, I would just really encourage people to, um, do it because I Mm -hmm. think the, the amount of time and energy that you put in when you're in class and doing it, um, it gives you what you need. And I just think that there's such a valuable benefit to it for our profession that I just highly recommend that people, um, do it. And even if you fail, try again. I mean, I, I just think that there's just so much to be said for the credibility that it gives us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, I'll just put in a plug that I think um, the sooner you do it after graduation, the better. You know, you said you took a month off to kind of re- calm your brain and relax before you got back into another intense study process. But um, I think the sooner the better because, you know, I mean, when you're in school, you're just like full force um, consistently studying, learning, studying, learning, doing tests, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. And the further away you get out of that habit, um, potentially the more challenging it can be to get back into it. That doesn't mean that someone who's been out of school for two or three years should never consider doing the board exam. But, um, for those who are current students or, you know, just getting ready to graduate, um, I think the sooner the better, uh, is, is a good way to think about it. Yep. I would absolutely agree with that. Cause I was one of those like, Oh, if I take too much time off, I'm not going to want to get back to it. And then other things come up and life gets in the way. And so, yes, you're already in the mode, just, you know, buckle down, spend a little bit more time and you'll be, you'll be set and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, great. Amy, thank you so much. This has been really fun talking to you. And um, I always love talking to our grads and hearing uh, kind of, you know, where 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 their education is taking them and uh, what kind of things they're doing with it. So I very much appreciate your time today. Thanks a lot. Well, thanks for having me. It's been great. And NDI is a great school. So thank you for having me back. And hopefully we have lots of people that are enrolling in NTI. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi there. And thanks for listening today. If what you heard today inspires you to want to pursue an education in holistic nutrition here at Nutrition Therapy Institute, please check us out on our website, ntichool.com and reach out to us at admissions at ntichool.com. Our in-depth Comprehensive education is sure to provide you with the knowledge and skills you need to create the work of your dreams. Do something that feeds your passion, aligns with your values, and fuels your drive for a vital and meaningful life. It will be rewarding for yourself, your family, and anyone else with whom you interact. And with that, see you on the next episode.